What's up, everybody? Uh, welcome to the next episode of the Funnel My Freedom podcast. Uh, Grant here. I am back in California following my week in Nashville for Funnel Hacking Live uh, 2019. Um, as I get back into uh, kind of the routine of things, you know, I'm recording this, you know, 9 a.m. Monday morning, um, back in the traffic, back in, you know, on the 101, back into just, you know, kind of the, the, the grueling day routine. Um, obviously everything that I'm thinking about right now is how to, how to keep going, right? You know, it was such a transformative week last week. Um, the more it kind of sinks in, the more you realize just kind of what a great event it was. Um, both from an event choreography and and speaker quality and learning opportunity but as i mentioned in my other episodes also just from the people like the people make it you know and when you're surrounded by ambitious people and like-minded people who are who are all trying to hustle in their own way um it really is impactful to you in your own kind of internal dialogue because you realize you know you're not alone in all these things all the things that you freak out about and all the things that, you know, annoy you and trouble you and, and, and whatever, um, other people are going through exactly the same thing. We're all just kind of silently suffering in silence, wondering, is it just me? And the answer is absolutely not. Um, in fact, you could argue there is actually no such thing as an original thought. Uh, we've all got them. It's just, it's just the level to which we communicate them. So, um, so really, really good, but obviously here I am, right? You know, how many of you have been through this where you go to a conference, you go to something that is impactful, you have all of this kind of built up energy and you got that feeling, right? If they've done their job well, you've got that feeling like I'm going to, I can take over the world now, right? I'm ready to go out and crush it. And when, <laughs> what ends up happening instead is one of two things. One is the minute you get back, the change of environment instead ends up crushing you and you kind of lose that feeling like it's like knocked out of you um or you have it but day by day it kind of fizzles out because you know everything that you're doing um just starts it's like death by a thousand cuts right like ah, a little knock here a little knock there and day by day by day you know within a couple of weeks it's like boom right i'm just back where where i where i was mentally before and by the way like i I think this is just a universal thing. You know, if you've gone through this, again, it's, it's not just you going through this. this. This happens to so many of us because of our environment, right? And even having gone to someone like the master, Tony Robbins, and done Unleash the Power within the UPW event, I was there with 12,000 other, 12, other people, electrifying kind of energy. And whether you're into Tony or not, you would you would have to if you stayed from the start to the finish of the event, you couldn't help but leave feeling energized because you're just feeding off the people around you. So it doesn't matter, right? This isn't some ad for Tony. It's just what happens when you, you build up your energy and you let kind of go. You let go of all the crap that you're holding that's weighing you down. And um, But it's hard, right? It's hard. And even for me, right? I come back from Funnel Hacking Live. I am like so pumped up. I'm like telling my wife about it. I'm like saying, you know... I've just, I've gained a lot more clarity and I feel good. And as I'm telling her the story, I get a text message 
um, from my business partner, and it just takes the whole wind out of my sails. It's like instantly, you know, it's like the muscle memory of the stress that you deal with um, on a daily basis just kicks in, and and it takes such a light trigger. In my case, it was it was just literally a, a one line text message, and instantly my body reacts with stress levels spiking, uh, emotions spiking, um, the kind of, you know, the head shaking, look at the sky kind of a thing. And you're like, wow, okay, I, I, I spent a week changing my state. And a one line text message has like, it was like someone strapped, you know, a two thousand uh, pound anchor around my, my, my feet and, and dropped me into an ocean and I just being dragged back down, you know. Um, and it's really tough. It's really tough. Um, but it's so critical that you try and, I think, change your state. And you try and keep getting it back to where it was when you sat in that room with that feeling like, I can do anything. Um, so I've talked about this a little bit before, um, after the 10X event. But, you know, I, I kind of want to just lay out some of the things that I'm doing. And I hope that it helps some of you to to also kind of snap out of the funk when it kicks back in and whether that's kind of immediately due to some sort of event like what I'm talking about like maybe you go home and you start telling your spouse your partner your friend whatever it is about this transformative event and they kind of look at you like uh what like I don't know man that sounds that sounds kind of weird sounds kind of like a cult or something you know like they, they people get really freaked out when you go and do things to try and develop yourself um let me just talk about that for a second, right? Because this is pretty powerful stuff. Like, people get uncomfortable when you start talking about how you're trying to develop and better yourself. And the reason, if you haven't guessed it already, that they feel that way is nothing to do with what you're doing. It has everything to do with the fact that you're making them reflect on themselves in a way that they don't like. You know, let that sink in, right? It's not you. It's their internal dialogue because they don't want to grow. And they don't want you to grow because they don't want to feel left behind. And it's tough, right? And look, I'll be the first one to admit, look, I'm, I'm a pretty cynical guy. I, I'm pretty skeptical. I'm certainly not into any of, this, you know, I, I'm, look, I'm not into freaking mediums and crystals and life energies and Reiki and all, and all this stuff, right? And and if you are, that's cool. This is no judgment on you, but I'm not, right? It, it's not, I, I like to try and base it on things that I feel are tangible, so, you know, a little bit more scientific, a little bit more, you know, evidence-based, that kind of a thing. And um, and so, you know, you know I, I, could, I could struggle with with some of those things, um, but but look, you know, whatever you're, whatever you're into, keeping keeping momentum going it's just it's just so critical and and people will like i said they will look at you like you're talking about you know in my case you know crystals right they'll be like uh that sounds weird that sounds fluffy that sounds bizarre but most of it really does relate to their their internal dialogue okay um so anyway getting back to like what i'm trying to do just to kind of keep momentum going because i do think the word here is momentum right um it's momentum and it's it's staying in state. Um, so first of all, if you feel yourself 
getting into a funk. The first thing you have to be sort of self-aware enough to do is to say, I need to change my state. You know, your state is changing how you're feeling. So um, to that end, you know, just like in marketing, right, you need that like pattern interrupt. You need that thing that's going to kind of just knock you out of the, 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 the thought patterns that you're experiencing. Um, so a couple of ways to do this, but, you know, one of the best ways, which is, you know, I know some people are going to be like, uh, that sounds like a lot of work, but one of the best ways is to get moving, you know, go and do exercise, change your physiology and, and, and just feel better, you know? Um, but you know, you just, whatever, you have to find what works for you. Some of the things that I like to do that are, that are, um, in many ways, as powerful if you can kind of open up your mind enough to allow them to be um, is to to have constant reminders of things that remind me of when I was there. So one of the things that I use a lot is music. Um, and what I mean by that is I will often try and kind of determine what, say, the pump-up music is in the room. You know, you know what I'm talking about, like the music that they play when like the keynote is coming on stage because um, normally what they do is, in a lot of these conferences, they assign the same um, kind of clip from a song that's normally high energy, right, to get you to go crazy with applause and everything else, and they'll, they'll apply that to the speaker. So every time they come on and off of the stage, you know, that repetition happens with that same song. And repetition is everything. It's everything from a mastery perspective, but it's everything from... Um, you know, it's everything from uh, a mastery perspective, but it's also everything from um, just kind of letting it sink into your subconscious. Okay, so it's it's a question of um, can you uh, can you get yourself back into that state because you you're you're you've heard it so many times. Okay, um, so in this case, you know, for anyone that's listening that was at Funnel Hacking Live. Russell Brunson came onto the stage every single time with the uh, with the same um, song playing. So, uh, for me, what I'm trying to do is there's this song "Loyal" by Odessa. Um, I play it like I play it, you know, in my headphones. I play it in the car. I play it, you know, uh, when I'm at work. If I'm just heads down going through something. So, so I want to now keep getting my myself like it's like clicking my fingers and snapping myself back into state because I'm able to um, kind of transport myself in, in a in a moment back to how I felt in that room and, and that's the thing you will feel the same things you were feeling by triggering that kind of emotional memory you know the, the most vivid experiences you'll have is when you have a memory that's mixed with a lot of emotion so all you have to do to trigger that state is to um, is to tap into that, right? You just need to just have that one that one thing that takes you just back in, right? Um, it's like a little it's a little key that unlocks back into that sort of memory in the vault, as it were, and and all of a sudden um, you're back, right? You're 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 back uh, feeling the same way you felt. Now, look, you know, like everything, it may wane a little bit over time, um, you know, if you're just doing it constantly, but 
it's it's powerful, you know, it's powerful. And I think anything you can think of, right? Anything that is um, auditory, so you know, you you hear it. Anything that um, you know, you got you got to tie it to your senses, all right? Something that you see, um, something that you hear, maybe it's something you smell, something that you taste. You know, um, if you can tap, use one of those triggers to tap back into that feeling, you'll you'll keep kind of all of that that momentum that you had because you'll keep feeling that you'll get back into state and you'll keep feeling like you did when you were in the room or when you were having the experience that you're trying to get back to. Um, so definitely tap into that sort of psychological power. I definitely suggest, you know, if you're getting into a slump, get moving, get the blood flowing, get your oxygen levels up, just generally feel better, let the endorphins kick in, um, you know, give yourself some of the, you know, the you know that's what you what you're really trying to do is 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 promote a a kind of hormone response in your body right um get the happy kind of you know endorphins flowing um get just just generally make yourself feel good and and i think this is a skill unto itself to master is when you can kind of control your own state on demand um so definitely give that some consideration um like i said things like visual cues uh i mentioned last time change the background of your phone, you know, something that you look at all the time, background of your phone, um, put something on your mirror in the bathroom, put something on your door when you're going out, put something on the ceiling above your desk, like whatever it is, but like, keep reminding yourself. I think the reason, the core reason we lose momentum is because we change our environment and we remove these cues and then we rely on willpower alone to, to try and keep going and get back there and willpower without any of these like emotional or psychological kind of uh sort of inter hooks if you will it's not enough it's just not enough um if you rely on willpower alone in anything you're probably going to fail because we have a finite amount of it you know it's like someone saying um i really want to lose weight and i want to go to the gym and like so many people they start going to the gym and, you know, maybe the first week, two weeks, three weeks, four weeks is great. But after a month, then they start going every other day. Then it comes one day a week. Then they just stop going. And I am, look, I am the first one to put my hand up and say, I am so guilty of this. But I'm more so self-aware, right? The only way for me to say, you know, someone like me to now try and improve um, the amount of exercise I was doing as part of this example would be to um, stop relying on willpower alone and start turning to a system. Start turning to a way to say, okay, um, it's tied into, you know, on my way to work, I'm going to stop here, I'm going to do it for 30 minutes instead of trying to do an hour, um, and it's, it's going to be a shorter session, but I'm going to do it every day, you know, and I'm going to, um, you know, rid my house of snacks because it's not just the exercise it's also what I'm eating so um, if it's not there uh, I, I won't kind of you know be concerned about it you know if I put healthy snacks in its place things that are easy right so um, I, you know again I'm kind of making this up here but let's say um, I bought whatever I don't know carrot sticks and, and celery sticks right and I have a tub of uh, uh, I'd say hummus I think in America people say hummus um I'm going to say hummus. Uh, I have hummus in the fridge, right? So I have, 
I have these things basically easily within reach. The same way I could reach to get a chocolate bar, I could reach to get um, something that, you know, and you have to pick whatever's appealing to you, but the, the point is something that's pre-prepared and all I gotta do is open a tub and go, right? That's a system. It's no longer a question of willpower because I now, one, no longer have the chocolate in the house, and two, I've now leveled the playing field by making the, the healthier option as accessible and as convenient as the chocolate. And you have to kind of apply that to your life and you have to apply that to your business because you have to be able to um, basically uh, make things easy, you know? You've got to try and take out some of the obstacles because um, even with the best efforts and the best endeavors, it's really, really hard to, um, to just, just constantly be trying to tap into your soul to say, keep going, keep going, keep going. Um, you have to do that anyway, right? Willpower is always going to be there, but just know that there's a finite amount. And basically, once you're once you're fully loaded in one area of your life, so if you, again, um, sticking with my prior sort of example, if you if you're using all of your willpower to do the gym, there's going to be another area of your life that suffers, right? It's a trade-off. Like once willpower is tapped out, you may find like, okay, now I'm doing all of that, but now I haven't done the laundry in two weeks. I got clothes piling up because, you know, I just don't have time for this and I don't have bandwidth. And you start telling yourself the stories, right? So so these are the things that you, you need to get acutely aware of. And then you need to work out the systems that are going to help you. So here I am post this conference. Again, as I've told you, I'm listening to the pump up music. I am, you know, I change the background on my phone to be something that I'm going to see all the time. Um, you know, I uh, I allow some other things, you know, things like whatever, you know, a Facebook group and a posting and, you know, a few things like here to, to creep in just to keep, you know, a little bit of motivation. But I'm not really interested. Like, the biggest takeaway from the conference, guys um, and girls, is that I am not trying to, like, no more motivation, right? No more, no more. It's not about motivation at this stage. It's also not about the vehicle for the opportunity. I already chose funnels. It's also not about necessarily more learning. I've already gone through a ton of courses. I've already built a funnel. Like I've already done things, you know. The key now is action. It's commitment. It's commitment to regular action and just doing it. Just doing the work, right? So so to be honest with you, um, that's where now, from a practical perspective, I like to just take a step back. Um, you know, as I mentioned on my prior episode, sort of after the conference ended, I was back in my room, right? I was like, let me start doing the step back and the download now whilst it's fresh, whilst I am in state. So I like to take a step back and look at, I reread my notes, I reread the notes that I hand wrote. I reread the notes that I took on my uh, iPhone. I like to um, uh, review and look at my photos. And I always take my photos on the live mode so that I can hold it down and see the little clip and hear the music and, and get back there. You know, again, it's another thing about just hooking back into the state. You know, you know, an image on its own is powerful. A three-second clip is also, you know, in my opinion, even more powerful. So... Um, so I go back and I look at these things and I just try and sort of lay it out and then look at which pieces 
really were the most impactful for where I am now. Because if you can't be honest about where you are right now, then you're also kind of fooling yourself. So I have to say to myself, my goal is to start building some offers around like my chosen market. In my case, that's you know really e-commerce, and then going a step further, that's really kind of tying into to to drop shipping, um, you know, in many ways. But is e-commerce, which again, if you take the real step back, health, wealth, relationships, those are the only three markets that matter, right? So I, I'm I'm trying to serve the wealth niche. I you know I'm trying to help people um, understand how you can make money online effectively because there's just so much bad advice around how to get started and you can waste so much time. Forget the money because you can definitely be taken to the cleaners there, but you can waste so much time. And to me, the hardest part is is to, to invest the energy. You know, like my listeners are not going to be the kinds of people that are trying to get rich quick. The fact that you're listening to a podcast already puts you in an elevated um, status anyway, right? Um, but the people who, who am I going to try and sell? It's the people who are trying, right? They're really trying. They're putting in the effort. They're just not seeing progress. And it, it, it like, it hurts them to their core because it makes you feel like a failure. It makes you feel like, I just don't know how to break through. And I have had this feeling for so long you know just just so long on so many things and I really want to start helping people to finally have that breakthrough that they're looking for to to punch through that ceiling and even if it's not stratospheric you know rocket ship to the moon stuff because it's still a business it still takes you know steps it's momentum it's progress it's a it's a it feels good. It feels self-validating. It feels like I'm onto something. It feels like it's the right thing. And you're not sitting there constantly doubting it, you know? Because um, whether you believe in law of attraction or not, and uh, I'm, I'll be honest, I'm, it's not an area I've massively read into and it's, I'm, I'm a little on the fence about it because of my whole, you know, I don't like fluffy stuff kind of a thing. Um, but, you know, if you keep focusing on negative things, they tend to just keep happening, you know, because, because, you know, and I will quote Tony Robbins for this one, right, where, where focus goes, energy flows, right? And forget the fluffy kind of piece about that rhyming, that's just to help you remember it, right? The bottom line is what you're focusing on is where all your energy goes. So if you keep focusing on the problems, if you keep focusing on this isn't going to work, unfortunately, on a subconscious level, the actions that you're taking and the like where all your energy is going is likely going to lead you to failure because that's kind of that's where you're focusing. You know, you don't even realize it, but you're actually focusing on failing. And, you know, we obviously have to be doing the complete opposite. You have to start getting yourself into the mental state of how do I win? Well, actually, no, let me rephrase that. You have to get into the mental state of I've already won. I'm going to say that again. You have to get into the mental state of I've already won. Which, yeah, pretty hard to do when you feel like crap, right? 
when you feel like, well, I don't have any results. So how the hell am I supposed to feel like a winner when I feel like such a loser? And again, the answer is fluffier than I would like. Faith. You have to believe. You have to believe that it it will work. And in my opinion now, based off of a decade of practical business experience, the only way to generate faith is to generate a bit of momentum up front. You need a quick win. You need a short-term win or wins, preferably. Because once you've had a little taste, then you start to feel like this is great, this is momentum, your mind starts to open up, the roadmap, the vision, the dreaming, it all kicks in. But if you keep spinning, you're just you're just spinning your wheels, you know, you're spinning all these plates hoping one doesn't fall and you're fearful and you're anxious and you're coming at this from a, a place of scarcity, um, it's really, really tough to get a result. And I say that as someone who has spent years trying, trying, you know, being like, to the point where, you know, the people that love you are like, I feel so bad for you. You know, you, you, you work so hard. You try so hard. You deserve so much. And you end up in a place of pity. And who the hell wants that, right? But the reality is you have to get really brutally honest with yourself and say, is it not possible that if I have this much time with these kinds of results, that chances are I'm the problem? It's not about effort. It's about where I'm putting my focus and my energy. And if I'm focusing on the wrong things, no matter how hard I push, no matter how hard I work, I will not get the results I'm looking for. And the chances are, if that is the case, the reason why is because you have not mastered marketing and sales. You have not learned the frameworks that result in cash. You have not learned to model the people who already have the result that you want. Instead, you're sort of inventing the steps. You're trying to either be a pioneer in something that's completely unproven, or you're you're sort of trying to figure it out as you go instead of looking for the path, looking for what people have already done, understanding their story, understanding the motions they went through, and then trying to replicate it for yourself. Too many of us think that you have to, you have to sort of figure it all out yourself. You don't. You know, um, Brendan Bouchard at, at the Funnel Hacking Live event said, that, you know, they have a saying in his household that the best time to have a map is before you go into the woods. And uh, <laughs> it's a good saying. I liked it, you know, because let's face it, how many of us, and my hands, I'm going to put both hands, both feet, you know, everything, right, you know, up in the air for this one, because how many times, you know, if the wood was in front of us, have I left the map on the table and just gone running in? You know, and now that I look at it in some of these ventures, I went running in, blindfolded, naked, you know, like just completely stupidly vulnerable you know with like a target on my back just to you know to add to the visuals here uh apart from the naked bit probably don't visualize that (laughs) but you know you, you get what i'm saying like put yourself in a place where the probability of you winning is higher it's still gonna be hard but try try to tip the odds in your favor um 
you know, not like Hunger Games style, but you know what I'm saying. Like, try and try and give yourself an advantage. Tap into the power of psychology and state. Try to manage your emotions and learn to model others and create momentum. Because I promise you, the hardest thing is getting the initial wins. And once you have momentum, you'll go on to achieve great things. Um, so sorry, this episode didn't quite turn out the way that I, I actually originally anticipated. But I hope it's given you a glimpse into some of the things that I'm trying to do. I hope it gives you some practical tips you can actually use and it's not all fluff. I hope it makes you take a step back and get a little more self-aware. And most important of all, just be honest with yourself about where you are and be okay with it. It's okay. You're meant to be here right now. The question is, how do you bridge the gap to where you want to go? And the fastest ways are through massive action and modeling what works. Stop trying to be a pioneer. You know the saying, the pioneers are the ones that you find laying face down in the dirt with arrows in their back. Stop trying to be that. It's a real hard lesson I've had to learn. Real hard. But... I can't knock the fact that it's true. So, so I hope this was helpful. Um, again, look, you know, this is the early stage of this podcast, but I hope one day, you know, when I'm at episode, you know, 520 or whatever it is, people are going to go back and listen to some of my early stuff. And look, it's not going to be great. It's not going to be polished. But people are going to know that I, I, I started, I committed, I went after it, I tried, you know, and in these moments of brutal honesty, I, I really did reveal kind of <laughs> my, my soul, right? I really did reveal the, the things that are bothering me and the, and the things that I struggle with. So, so I hope this is helpful. Like I said, um, don't worry. You are not alone. We all feel these ways. We all suffer from anxiety. But the real courageous people among us I'm not including myself at this stage, but the real courageous people among us are the ones that feel the fear, but they lean into it and do it anyway. So um, on that note, uh, thank you for being a listener, um, and I will see you uh, on the next episode. Have a great week, everybody.